everyone, and welcome back to Nick and John is This Evangelion. It's good to be back. It is good. Nick. Yeah, there's been time. The time has passed. We are here. We've had some time to think about the consequences of our actions. Hmm, yeah. And I've learned nothing. On the benefit of hindsight, I think it's best that we continue recording the show. We need to keep watching Evangelion. And we're back, and in double figures. Yes, episode 10. Not? Episode 10 of Yeah, Evangelion. of the actual show. Yes. Yeah, our episode 11. Very good. Yes. Very good. I'm glad someone's paying attention. <laughs> yes. Uh, so after the excitement of our guest, Alex. What a legend. I don't want to say like last week, but it wasn't last week. It, it was a no. it was a little while ago. <laughs> We've been very busy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a morning screening yeah. of Evangelion, which is not, it's not something we usually do. And uh, this we episode... We the uh, Evangelion cinema to go watch We it. did, you know, the private... Pro- private uh, cinema. Open vault. Yeah, just two yeah. chairs in a huge room. <laughs> It's actually well, funded by Nerve. It's, really it's, it's the first episode we've listened to with a proper like sound system. Yes, because you've plugged in your, your boombox. My boombox, yeah. My, my ghetto blaster. <laughs> From the 80s. And uh, the riddity, riddity rhythms. rhythms. It was uh, way bassier. Yeah. And, and therefore served in some way to improve this episode, I think. Yeah, no, it was... Because um, it needed it. <laughs> God knows. It flew by. It really did. This was a. This felt like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, maybe like, less. It feels... I'm not even sure it happened. No. It, it may have just been a shared feed. I'm, I'm actually a bit worried that I can actually remember details because it like, <laughs> flew by so fast. Well, this is why we have to record it so quickly because otherwise yeah, it's just going to... we have literally gonna... just watched it and I can't remember anything. <laughs> well, well, as, well, one thing we can all remember is the title. Yes. Because it only has one. Tell us what it is. Uh, Magma Diver. Yeah. One word. Or in Japanese, Magma Diver. Or title... So, uh... No, I do tell a lie, Nick. <laughs> Don't lie to me. There are two English titles. Really? Yes, there are. Oh, tell me what the other one is, John. Well, um, the first one yeah. is Magma Diver. Yes. And the second one is Magma Diver. Right, right, yes. As in two words. That's actually a very important um, difference there. Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism there. <laughs> that space yeah. indicates the gap growing gap. understanding <laughs> <laughs> of what's actually happening. I think that will only serve to expand over the course of this show. I um, <clears throat> I can't help but feel that this, this is like uh, the closing part of the Asuka trilogy, the Asuka introduction trilogy. Very much so, right? Yeah, like, and it does feel like a kind of weird <clears throat> intermission. That's an interesting point in the series because yeah, because there was there were no stakes in this episode. <laughs> no, it, and I think that's been a recurring theme. Yeah, of Asuka turning up because we had what. The Ga- the infamous Gary episode. Yeah. When they're they're on the boat. Yeah. Then we had the Dank Skanks Revolution episode. Yeah. It's like, oh, will Shinji and Asuka work out their differences? <laughs> no. And now here's another wacky episode. Yeah. But with um gratuitous um It's like the introduction of Asuka was specifically to bring that dynamic, wasn't it? This sort of like sort of friendly competition slash sexual rivalry slash whatever else they yeah. might they think that the show required at this point. To the point where you actually forget that Ray exists. Yeah, and and actually they almost make a joke of it in this episode. Yeah, you know, because there's a we'll get to it, but there's a, there's a briefing, and she just goes, do, "Do I need to do anything?" No, you don't. Know. No, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it's a show. It still feels like it's finding its feet. Yeah, like with ten episodes, ten episodes, <laughs> ten episodes in, and like they're still changing the dynamic. Like because they've introduced a new character. Yeah, and we've had like three episodes of her relentless like characterization. <laughs> And yet, at the expense of forgetting, yeah. like a previous character, yeah, which if anything is like sort of one hundred and one not to do. You know, if you're going to introduce a new character mid story, that's something that's that's well documented. That's absolutely fine. But you sort of got to keep the rest of your core cast present. You know, yeah, or at least relevant. Surely, oh, I don't know. It's weird. But uh, all, everything that seems to refer to is the fact that obviously Unit Two is more advanced than the other two units. Yes, and this has pushed Unit Zero into complete obscurity like it 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 is just it doesn't have the right functionality for this or that or the right hardware for this when you when you when you've spent 52 trillion dollars developing a (laughs) prototype unit you want to get as much use out of it you know nerve is not about efficiency and it's not about a value for money i think we know this you just want to keep burning (laughs) if in doubt burn more cash (laughs) um that'll solve the problem right should we do um should we dive (coughs) into it yeah because i I dive in oh very good because i don't think it's going to take long no i don't think it is so where do we open uh we open oh it's um it's oscar and kaji on a on a shopping trip yeah because because why i mean a who's kaji in the grand nerve hierarchy yeah b why would he take one of their most precious pilots on a shopping trip and C, has anyone asked if that's okay? Is he not really like 
lechy weird stranger man and what what's happening <laughs> and also like yeah because he's on retainer yeah he's like, not even like i think he's a consultant is he like a freelancer yeah almost. like freelance spy and yeah it's like he That's he's spy he's doing work for nerve but it's kind of not really within the nerve hierarchy. <clears throat> it's kind of outside it. Maybe works for the government. Um, yeah. Was deliver. We we have seen that he was delivering an like embryo, a super secret package. Yeah. To Gendo, uh, but then he's also like, is he? The now he Guardian? just seems to hang or... out. He seems to have absolute clearance. Yeah. Uh, he just hangs out and pisses people off. <laughs> he's got. Like, he's basically. He's once you get, I imagine, the nerve credit card. Yeah. Like you're free to do. Yeah, whatever. Because as you pointed out, there's there's no worry about money here. No, right. and, and this is not an organisation built on accountability <laughs> or responsibility or chains of command. You just you just do what you, feels right. Hey, Kaji, you do you, and it will come. We'll pay out. for it. Hey, love love a ponytail <laughs> <laughs> and the little spiky bits of stubble on your chin. <laughs> I feel like there's a lower level employee who keeps making formal complaints about how. This is none of this is working, and then every time he gets called in for a review, Gendo's like, "You're doing great, doing great. What, you, another zero, great. We're just great. Throw, throw out my paycheck. Doing, doing fine." Yeah, I think there's a lot of those. You want a per diem? We'll give you a per diem. It's all about the per diem. Just keep checking them out. So Kaji, this uh, criminally uh, irresponsible, uh, lecherous uh, perv of creep. a creep, creep. Yeah, yeah, uh, is. Uh, Taking a fourteen-year-old girl, yes, uh, shopping for swimsuits, yes, because and because uh, because uh, their school is having a school trip. The school is having a school trip, and they're going scuba somewhere diving. that involves a plane. And they're going to go scuba diving. They are so, and she says Okinawa. I think yes, that they're going to. Now, uh, actually, just as a point of discussion, didn't we establish that there's a difference between the movies and the? TV series in that in the movies the rebuild all the oceans are red, red yeah which isn't a thing in the TV series because in the movie don't they don't they go on a trip to like a marine biology like yes, aquarium which is something we have coming up and in they, the second movie yes that's right yeah they have like blue whales yeah, in an aquarium in tanks <laughs> yeah and it's like the only section of like purified water there's these huge the it looks like a sewage plant but nice instead yeah and it's these huge sort of filtered cleaned water tanks that are, that are keeping these animals alive because it's inferred that they can't live in the ocean normally. Yeah. But it seems like in this one, whenever we see a uh, bird's eye view of an island or whenever we see them going somewhere, we can see the sea and it's blue. Yeah. Now, and obviously we had that whole episode of the boats and the sea was blue. True, but very good point. You'd mm. think I would have remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there, there's a school trip. They're going scuba diving. Presumably, one can only imagine somewhere where scuba diving is great. So like a tropical yeah. region. And Asuka's very excited. Yeah. And wants to buy a swimsuit. Wants to buy a swimsuit. And, um, and then it cuts, doesn't it, to uh, Misato in her do, apartment. I'm just going to say very quickly, we do get a very minor bit of world building. Oh, yeah. Where Kaji says... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because she, cause, cause Asuka asks, have you been on a school trip? Where did you go on your school trips? And Kaji says... Uh, I, I never had one. Yeah. And she goes, oh, that's weird. He goes, yeah, because of second impact. Yeah. You no know, snot. You know, yeah. when... when uh, you, you got it so good. We have this massive apocalyptic event, you know. <laughs> you don't know what you've got. Which was terrible, Check but the world recovered in 15 years, so it's, yeah, fine. Fine. it's fine now. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go all Mad Max, amazingly. But sorry, yeah, and then back to the apartment. <laughs> so then we cut to Misato's apartment, and uh, she is talking to Shinji and Asuka, and is it's basically like a hard cut to, you're not going on that trip. Oh, no. <laughs> but obviously... You know, because we need our pilots yeah. to like save the world. Like, also, I don't know if this is something that means anything to you. Yeah, you would be like, <laughs> oh yeah, fair enough. You know, we when you think about how valuable you are as the only person who can pilot this weapon of destruction, like you are actually priceless. Yeah. Like, like you are the most valuable assets we have. So no, the hell no, we're not putting no. you on a plane. I mean, we'll, we'll you. let you go on a shopping trip with Kaji unescorted. That's fine. Oh, that's fine. But yeah. <laughs> and who knows where they were? Don't worry about it. That was yeah. Brazil, I think. Yeah, uh, but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> private jet. <laughs> Yeah, but you're not going to Okinawa. You're, just, no, you're not no, going it's there. it's just not happening. No. no. And uh, so Asuka's angry. Yeah, and she's like, oh, are you just going to stand for this, Shinji? And she's she, like, she sort of goes, I kind of accept, expected this. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> it was actually quite a funny moment because she goes, oh, you've just given up already. He goes, yes. <laughs> it's just really deadpan. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have, yeah. <laughs> you it's idiot. fine. <laughs> so, um, and, then, and then, yeah, Asuka makes some comment about, oh, there's nothing more pathetic than a housebroken male. And then, but then, like, Misato is like... 
She's like, no, you can't go on a school trip. It's just not important. School isn't important. Saving the world is. But what's more important are your grades yeah. at school. <laughs> In the same sentence. <laughs> which are really bad. She holds up two floppy disks. Yeah. Uh, which seem to have their grades on them. And she's like, if you thought that not telling me your grades would be a way to stop me from finding out, you've made a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, because it was very easy to f- for me to find out and as we pointed out we were like yeah yeah because you own the sc- like you control all the information in the world yeah i'm yeah. sure i'm sure that would be no problem for you at all yeah, that's a gross oversimplification <laughs> like yeah yeah it was, it was quite simple it's not like, you people surely, probably send it to you by email are you not regulating like their blood pressure like daily like every element of these child's children's lives exactly. is controlled you didn't have to by hack you into the school network to get that. i had to walk to the school to pick these up <laughs> No, no, you didn't. So, uh, so yeah, so there's this weird little sort of parental bit yeah. where she's like, "You better get good grades, even while you're saving the world." It feels like it's like, but wait, but no, that isn't important at all. It's like, tying into at all. All the adults are just incredibly inconsistent. Yeah. I don't want to credit the series to say, "Oh, but that's like." It's all men- mind games, and and it's all meta. No, I think it's just inconsistent writing. Yeah. Where the characters flip between being, hey, I'm your parental guardian, but I'm a drunk and I'm really <laughs> lecherous and I'm going to play with your heart, even though you're a 14-year-old girl, to, no, school is everything yeah, and get family is really important. And, you know, what? Yeah. You know, you're a weapon. You're my child. You're a weapon. You're my child. You know, have <laughs> no a beer. wonder she's broken. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm for that matter. So, so yeah. So, uh, so then we have that. And then we have the best animated scene in the entire series. Where uh, all their friends say goodbye. So the plane launches off <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a sort of... Uh, the whole thing was like a PowerPoint animation. <laughs> so it's like there's a plane in the Excel. background just sort of... It's basically just zooming out. Like it isn't travel. It isn't moving from right to left or into the into the depth of field. It's not doing any of that. It's literally just... They're just zooming out on a picture of a plane with a vapour trail behind it. And then overlaid, transparently, <laughs> sort of moving back at the same sort of rate as the plane is a sort of vignette of school friends <laughs> going, see you later. We'll have a great time without you. <laughs> All your favourites. <laughs> yeah. We've got Kensuke. We've got Toji. But they don't move. They're just static, transparent overlays Stock on top images, of the plane. Stock images, one might say. Yeah, sliding across the screen. A lot of close-ups of bags and yeah. shoes while this, people are Actually, talking. this episode has a lot of close-ups while exposition or dialogue is being delivered. Um... Which is something that anime does a lot anyway, and to some extent I can forgive, because you're still looking at artwork. Someone still had to draw that. Oh, yeah. You know, that's fine. And I understand that there's only so many frames that the animators can deal with per episode, budget-wise and everything. But there was a lot in this one. There was a lot of cutting to inanimate objects and stuff. Yeah, and I don't think I realised quite how cheap mm. some of the episodes are. And this is clearly a cheap one. Like, yeah. no doubt at all. And, and you know, clever... Clever, clever things to do in anime when you've got you, you've got to have the cheap episodes, you've got to have the expensive ones, you're going to have the big action sequences or whatever. So the best way to operate that, I think, from a storytelling perspective, is you make it a very story oriented one. So mm. a lot of character interaction and dialogue, because you don't have to do a huge amount of animation with that, and a lot of exposition, maybe yeah. some world building. That's a great opportunity, and there is some of that in this episode, no doubt. Mm. Um, but you've really got to because there, there was that shot where Pen Pen was. Uh, shaking the water off himself. Yeah. And it was probably like four frames of him like flapping like a dog would flap to get water off himself. And it loops for like 15 seconds. It just keeps going. And it's just like, that's too much. Like we're we're bored of looking at Pen Pen shaking his water. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's it's astonishing really. And you you keep thinking, oh, they must be saving it up for the epic fight at the end of the episode. And it's not actually that, sorry, spoilers. It's not actually that kind of no, actually, this really. uh, we'll get to it, but it's not it's not yeah. that impressive. So then, smash cut to swimming pool. Swimming pool at Nerve. Yeah. Oh, why not? Yeah. 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 One of the men. One of the ten swimming pools they have. No, wait. Before that, there's the cut to Gendo talking to people. Isn't that right? Well, have they discovered the aim, the thing yet? No. I can't remember which order it went in. Well, because it's like they make a discovery, don't they? It's like a shock discovery. Because there's Misato in the lab. Yeah, this is a problem. Like these scenes are so interchangeable. I can't remember. Okay, so maybe so maybe it then goes. Maybe it then goes to like a mountain range. Yeah, and and yeah, that's right. Helicopters over a volcano. Yeah, we see, and there's like the nerve team are on site. Yes, but obviously not in a nerve base. But no, but no, I am getting super confused because there's also a scene back at nerve headquarters after like the kids leave and go on because everyone's just chilling 
that nerve. Yeah. And and like um Ritsuko's like um No, you're absolutely right. So so right. <laughs> this oh, episode this is episode... frying my brain. Yeah. So what happens is we get a, a jump cut, we see a volcano and some helicopters, then it cuts to some scientists, including Ritsuko, looking at the floor where it was projected images from the volcano. Yes. That's what happens next. The most elaborate slideshow you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And they're basically saying, there's an angel down there. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't hatched. Yes. We're going to operate A-17. Well, yeah, whatever a... Well, they oh, sort of intimate oh, that no, it's they do say... an offensive attack yeah. rather than a defensive I think this is why we're getting confused, because there's, like, we normally try to go through the plot in step pretty, like, you know, chronological... De- but there's so many moments which are inconsequential. Yeah, and broken. Yeah. Like, yeah. the because... The, so basically, the, the, as you say, the nutshell is, in a nutshell, they discover... As, a, as quite a, a novel thing, an angel deep under a, uh, a mountain in, yeah. in lava. In magma, yeah. In magma, sorry. Uh, but in an embryonic state. Yes, not hatched, whatever no. that means. And it seems to be, uh, you see a shot of it, don't you? And it's sort of like an embryo yeah. anyways. And that becomes like the crux of, of the episode, really. Yes, absolutely. But, and I just, but kind of like before that, because I just don't want to forget about this scene. Like the only scene that has any meaning this, and it's awkward meaning, and it's it's not overly pleasant meaning, but it's like, it's at that swimming pool. Yeah, oh no, yeah, we're going to go back to the swimming pool. No yeah, because yeah. it's like, that's for crux. Yeah. But then we need character moments, apparently. Apparently. And it's Shinji and the two girls at a swimming pool. So the girls are swimming, and yeah. Shinji, for some reason, is sat by the side of the pool with a laptop doing his physics. His physics homework. His physics homework, yeah. And uh, Yeah, and then he looks up. And uh, there's a reveal of Oscar in her swimming costume. Yep. And he's a bit like... And uh, she asks what he's doing. He says he's doing his physics homework. And um, she sort of leans over very provocatively to help. I'm Mm. doing uh, inverted commas here. Help with his homework and says, oh, that's that's a really easy problem. That's child's play sort of thing. And we learn that she has graduated college. Yeah. At the age of 14. Super smart. She's apparently a genius. Yeah. And uh, the only reason she's got bad grades on Masato's floppy disks is because she can't understand Japanese writing yes, especially well. Because once again, all adults are incredibly irresponsible <laughs> and nobody at the school thought, hey, you know what, let's work with that. Maybe let's we should give her a hand, you know, yeah. instead of just marking her down for it. And actually, she graduated from college, so why are we sending her to... Uh, to high school Secondary school. Ju- yeah, what?! <laughs> Surely she's done with the education. Oh, we don't recognise the German education system here in Japan. (laughs) You have to go back to school. You have to go back to school for relationship reasons. Yeah, and wackiness. (laughs) Maybe she just goes to school but doesn't attend any classes. Maybe. Yeah, it's just like, like just to mess with Shinji, basically. (laughs) Yeah, he needs that. (laughs) It's the one thing Shinji needs is more people messing with him. So I guess like the point of that scene is that we learn that Asuka is a genius. Yeah. And also She's super sexy. Well, also that she's (laughs) very... So, oh God, supposedly like confident in her sexuality and everything. Yes, very much. So. And Shinji is very awkward in in his, and he's like absolutely. And yeah. he's, he's uh, but of course you can't forget that they're all meant to be fourteen. Yeah, let's not forget that. And he's just like typical, like confused, horny, like pubescent boy. pubescent boy. But I guess like they're all damaged. Like he's repressed, and her kind of exaggerated. Aggressive sexualness is also kind of like a problem as well. Super convenient. That means we can have all these scenes. Hey. Yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then Ray is in this scene, but it's just in the background. Hey. <laughs> just gets out of the pool. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here as well. Shut up, Ray. <laughs> we don't want to hear from Nobody you. Nobody cares. Um, and that's all so, we learn, really. Yeah. And then from that, they then go to the briefing room where the projection is on the floor and yeah. they're looking down. And uh, they learn what is required that they're going to try and capture the egg. Intact. Yeah. Now this is apparently um, unprecedented because yes. like we have an angel, and apparently it's an it's an embryonic stage, and apparently that's a thing yeah. that angels do. And yeah, we're gonna. This is great. We can get it before it wakes up, and we can study it. We can learn about it. Yeah. And um, and because uh, and and I think I think Misato mentions that someone's gonna have to dive into mm. the magma, and at which point Asuka jumps on that because when she was in the pool earlier, I should have mentioned she was scuba training. Yes. Because she wanted to sort of make the most of not being able to go on a school trip. Wh- and which so, is a scuba diving trip, of Which course. is a scuba diving yeah. trip. So she volunteers for the magma dive, um, and we cut to Shinji, and we sort of get an internal monologue, which is like, it's going to be me. It's going to be me. It's just going to have to be me, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, sag, sag. And then Masato goes, all right, yeah, Asuka, you do it. You, you'll take unit two. And then Shinji's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray goes, uh, 
Do you need me for anything? Can I help? So, no. <laughs> yeah, that is literally yeah. the extent of Ray in this episode. Because the logic being is that one of the Evers is going to have to dive uh, to... I mean, based on the numbers on the screen, maybe like a kilometre below the surface of They never give any planet. unit. It's like, oh, we're at 1,500 feet. What? Like, <laughs> you know, yards? Legions? Yeah, uh, millimetres? Uh, leagues? Hectares? Yeah. <laughs> An acre? No, wait, no, it's area. Um, and they're like, no, no, we can't fit the heat insulation armour to unit zero. No. Because apart from the fact it looks utterly identical yeah. to all the other Evers... Well, apparently, yeah, it just it doesn't have Type D equipment or something. Yeah, they said, didn't they? Whatever, whatever that means. But Gendo, there's a brief cutaway to Gendo meeting with a council of dudes who might be Sele, but also aren't just prisms with numbers on them. So I, I don't know who they are. But it is that the visor dude is there. Yeah, so we have seen in some yeah. councilly scenes before. It's like again, it's the series not remembering its own rules. Like yeah. if you describe to people, <laughs> oh yeah, and there's a super si- secret, a sinister organization called Sele, which you're above nerve, and they control everything, and you never see them apart from when you do. But you never, <laughs> you never see it's them. It's like, oh, is this them here? Don't know. No. But uh, when you, you see never them, know what you'll they know. look like. Apart oh, from that time, they were all on screen. Yeah. You know. Is this them? I don't know. No. It could be. No, doesn't matter. And but they're like, oh, this is great. We can get like an, an angel. But they go, you know what happened the last time we tried to make contact with an angel? Second impact, which you know kind of just ruined the planet. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And I keep forgetting his name. But what's Gendo's second in command? Fujitsuki. Fujitsuki goes. <laughs> There's no J in there. Fujitsuki. Fujitsuki goes. Uh, are you sure you want to risk another second impact? Ooh. And Gendo just smiles. Yeah, like yeah, he does. Like he he does. Yeah, he's fine with it. He's absolutely he's he's like Misato and every other adult human being in this show. He does not give yeah anything. And uh, sorry, yeah. And then I guess the action just kind of begins, really. Yeah. So uh, no. So then there's the scene where uh, we're in a changing room. Yeah. And. Um, Oscar puts on her new suit and she goes, this thermal defense or whatever it is suit doesn't seem any different to my normal plug suit. It's absolutely fine. And then Misato's like, press the switch on your right wrist. And she does. And she blooms up in quite a suggestive scene uh, into a big sort of ball Oscar with her head poking out the top. Which again doesn't make any sense because it's like... uh, You get the logic. They're like, okay, you're going down somewhere where the pressure is... Utterly insane, mm. you know, beyond human comprehension. The heat alone, just, just incredible. So you need to wear heat-resistant armor. Great, yeah, brilliant, makes perfect makes sense. sense. And you know, even I'll give them. So we're going to give you a suit, and we're going to fill it with, say, um, some sort of coolant, like a coolant. Yeah. yeah, great, makes perfect sense. But then it takes its own logic and just applies it in the wackiest way possible. Yeah, where now she's like a great big Mr. Blobby balloon, but her arms and her Absolutely head. Normal. And her head's out of the suit and her, not covered. Her head is utterly unprotected yeah. at all. So we just, for the sake of like a few yucks. But that's it. It's a gag, isn't it? Because the whole yeah. point is Oscar's very body confident. She thinks she's very attractive. She likes to show off. And now she's going to have to do this mission that she volunteered for. Um, and she's thinking she can, real great opportunity to show off her skills. But she's going to have to look like an idiot in her own perception while doing it. Yeah. So she strolls out into the hangar where Unit 2 is parked parked hmm. um and unit two is also in a suit <laughs> a tiny replica of unit two and this is what's so weird is that you rightly point out that unit the scale is completely off in this scene ritsuko is stood in front of unit two and unit two is about two ritsuko's high ritsuko walks over and she's carrying unit two <laughs> like in her hands one hand yeah, yeah in a kinder egg it's so egg. inconsistent it's tiny it's ridiculously small and i don't understand whether it was a mistake in scale, like Witsuko's actually meant to be way closer yeah, like to maybe the camera. It was just... But it doesn't look like that. No. It looks like Witsuko stood right next to the unit and yet is half the height of it. Yeah. It's really broken. Because it's a really... Also, no, I, I think it is a mistake because uh, when you think about the first introduction to Unit 1 yeah, and true. how even just to be in the same room as Unit 1... You know, they had to be on that gangway. That, that pier, by, yeah. And, its and head. it was deep in water. Yeah, it was massive. So was even colossal. if it was just like the scale just didn't come across, that room doesn't make any sense. There's no, no conceivable way. I don't think you could shoot Ritsuko in the same shot as the whole of Unit 2 without Unit 2 being like three miles away yeah, from her. Yeah, no, entirely. Yeah. And it's just... Just doesn't make any sense. But because they wanted to have this shot of you being able to see all of Unit Two sat kind of like a teddy bear flopped down in the corner of a room, yeah. wearing this sort of kind of comical big white snowman type suit. Yeah. Um, 
I guess they completely like ruined it on the scale. Yeah. I don't know. They just they just messed it up big time. Because they've put Unix two in a suit. Yes. Itself. Yeah. Uh, which is um, um, you'd think. Could you not just like bolt armor on and stuff? No, no, no. It's a yeah. physical. Also, like AT field, like doesn't yeah. that go some way to protect it? Like the whole point is that they're hard to damage because of the AT field. Yeah. Why do we need this thermal? We, we see them armor, do like... quite incredible things with the AT field, and yeah, no, that's yeah. that's a better episode you're describing, where it's like focus your AT field down. Yeah, she has to do a whole load of training to focus it into hard light and armor you will around her. Penetrate herself. through the lava. Yeah, because... and then there could be this moment where she loses confidence in the magma, oh, it's and the armor starts to break. You know, that would be great. Yeah, but no. And then Shinji has to like project his field to like yeah, say that's a better we know episode. He's great yeah. with his AT. Anyway, that I... doesn't happen. <laughs> So uh, so she's a bit annoyed that her unit, which she considers hers, uh, looks a bit goofy. And, you know, she's like, Akaji's there. He's on a balcony and he shouts down, Oh, I, th- I thought more of you. But Oscar. he says something like, I was looking forward to seeing your gallant body, which is not a comment, you should say. That's, that's not something anyone ever says, unless no. they're having a stroke. And... and so she runs away like, Oh no, Akaji, you've seen me. Wobble, 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 wobble. Blorp, yeah. blorp. But then Ray says, Well, if you don't, you know, I'll do it. I'll pilot you do. It's like, no, dude, don't you touch. Don't you touch my... I'm not even sure she can, either. No. <laughs> no. Just Ray just offering her services. So, there we go. And then... So then she gets in, because, of course, she doesn't want Ray yeah. to pilot it. So they've got, like, um, probably, like, another... A cool, a bit of a cool bit. They have, like... There's a great big, like, um, valley. Like, or, yeah, canyon almost. Canyon, that's a much better word, yeah. <laughs> above the magma. Yeah, exposed magma down below. And they've got, like, a bridge across it. And this is something the show does well, and I wish they did more of it, is when you see glimpses of the military hardware. Yeah. And, like, just the most incredible structures. That like they the build des- quickly. And the design of that stuff is all amazing. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. Like, uh, and they, they have, like, a laser it's cannon. Sort of, yeah, rails into position to point straight down at the magma. And it does a blast down. Oh. We don't really see much of its effect. No, I think I think the idea is, is that we wouldn't, because what it's doing is it's, like, loosening... The entry point, yeah, maybe so. For the, yeah, for the Ava to enter there, and then they've got Unit Two hanging on this gantry, yeah. in this weird bulky spacesuit, yeah. And then they just lower it on a cable, yeah. Now, before just another little cutaway, because I think from that point on it becomes pretty straightforward. Action, but another weird little cutaway where they keep talking about A seventeen, yeah. And you see great big military like B two bombers kind of circling. That's right, yeah. And they're like, "What does A seventeen mean?" And uh, they say, "Well, basically, the Air Force." Us are here, an operation like A17 is like, if we screw up, they'll drop an N2 mine. And eliminate the angel. And us. Yeah. It's like, well, hang on. Uh, that won't work, will it? Yeah, I, th- I thought we pretty well established <laughs> that you can't kill a, an angel with an N2 mine. That's the whole point of nerve. Like, I think the best, the best we've seen is that like they injure uh, Satchiel. In the very first one, yeah, but he just he just heals up, and yeah. Comes back. And then the last one, who's I think is Scarafell or whatever, the duplicate one, yeah. Like they hit that with an N two mine, and it's inconvenienced for like a week, yeah. But then it just heals up again. It doesn't it doesn't work, yeah. And maybe the logic here is, oh, it's an embryo, so it might do. But even then, I don't know. It's like, a bit of a leap, isn't it? It is a bit of a leap, especially when you don't know. Because I think what they're trying to get across is that we don't want another second impact, yeah. And, and that's what the stakes are. But there's no stakes. No. You never feel the stakes at all in no, this episode. not at all. Because it's also goofy and wacky. But because it's all, all in a mountainous region, you see a cable car. And on board... Is Kaji. And a woman with a puppy. A woman with a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking to her about extremely top secret clearance stuff. Like all the A17 stuff. All of this exposition you've yeah. just described basically comes from Kaji's conversation with this puppy lady. And I don't know who she is. I've watched this series before, and I don't remember the puppy lady at and all. I don't think we'll ever see it. If we see her again, I'm going to I'm going to eat an item of my clothing. Confirm for Illuminati. Yeah. Comment yeah. below uh, which which <laughs> item of clothing you'd like me to eat. It's <laughs> astonishing because and we're like, and it's like he's report. It's like he's almost like reporting to a superior, just a lady of a puppy. <laughs> yeah, is she Sailor? Like maybe she, she's above Sailor. Maybe the puppy. Is one of those columns. This is Pop A, <laughs> which is like one more, like Pople. <laughs> Pople. Pople. It's just an even like more secret organization, and <laughs> and it's just like, uh, uh, and then back to the action. Yeah, and here 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 we go. Now, so the lowering unit two in its weird, goofy Mister Blobby spacesuit <laughs> on a cable. Uh, I don't know how deep we are, but it's apparently like two thousand. There are lots of numbers. Could be anything. That could be meters. It could I don't be know. anything. And the lowering unit two on a cable towards the angel embryo. 
And I think we said at the time, is there any function that Unix 2 is currently performing that couldn't be done by a hook? No. And at that, po- <laughs> at that point, we were like, well, you know, can't quite remember what happened. Let's see. Yeah. And she arrives at the embryo, which is a big egg. And she sort of has this sort of bar that she's holding, which when she holds out, forms a laser cage yeah. around the egg. Yeah. No, that's, yeah that's, and we were like, oh, that's quite cool. Yeah, that's quite cool. But then we were like, but hold on. Did it need to be a unit doing that? Nope. Nope. That could have just been a laser cage on a stick. And also unit one, bear in mind, is standing ready beside the lava. Just looking down. Just looking down. Yeah. He's been mobilised, which we know costs a heck of a lot of money. Yeah, we were like, that's just burning money. He's just stood there, just looking down into a chasm of magma for no reason. But, you know, he's there. He's there for moral support. He's got two pom-poms. Go, Alaska, go, go. I guess, like, they're meant to be raising the stakes. But as you say, you don't feel the stakes. But they're like, oh, no, one of the... One of the coolant pipes is broken. There's and... a crack, yeah. But but as you're saying, this clearly indicates that the material the cable is made of is equally strong. as strong as the Eva's armour. Yeah. So just make a hook out yeah. of that stuff and hook it up. It's re- yeah. But anyway, obviously... <laughs> if the, the eggs... AT field had played a part in it... It would have made that so would much have made perfect This is it. Sense. They have yeah. all of the tools required to tell a story that makes sense. Like, the only things that could do the job... Yeah. are the AT field. And therefore, Nerve has to be the one who do fighting angels, going yeah. into magma, picking up alien eggs. You know, that all makes sense. But yeah. then they just don't do that. They say like, or oh, is it not, a, you know, we've talked about this before, like, is it not a big bit ridiculous that they don't just make a big gun? Like, why make an Evo? It's like, ah, yeah. you need the biological component. You need the AT field. They're like an AT field amplifier. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had this conversation with my dad once, amazingly. I sat and watched um, Evangelion 1.11 and my right. dad watched like three quarters of it. It's like, I quite enjoyed that. But I still don't really understand why you have to have kids in big robots punching the aliens. Why don't you just like shoot them and stuff? And I said, well, dad. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sit down, son. Actually. <laughs> it's time for me to tell you a tale about AT field. Hashtag either truth. And he was like, okay, well, I accept that there's some some internal logic there. And I'll accept that that's why they have to be fought hand to hand in giant robots. I was like, fair play. So there's a reason. Yeah. But then that's not, let's not go without this. Just forget that. They just (laughs) didn't check the series Bible. It just wasn't necessary. (laughs) Really wasn't. And, and, and yeah, then of course. Starts to hatch. Oh, Uh, no. Dum, 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 dum. Music. It's awake. Uh, Uh, And it grows very fast. Rapidly grows. Yeah. Into Sandalfon. Is that right? Name of the angel. Thanks, John. You don't really get a good look at it. No. uh, It, this is a very gloomy and actually quite, I mean, I don't know whether it would be better on, uh, you know, a cinema screen or some incredible TV. Yeah. But I'm not convinced it would be. It's very gloomy. It's very hard to read. Everything is just dark reds. Because bear in mind, this is taking place in two magma. kilometers below the surface in, in solid rock. Essentially, no, <laughs> liquid, liquid rock. rock yeah. Sorry, because <laughs> everyone's swimming swimming through it. Yeah. And it does seem to be a sort of squiddy plesiosauri sort of thing. Yeah, it's not the most. Ins- I mean. <laughs> I guess credit to them, it's functional for the environment it's in. It it looks aquatic. Yeah. And it's swimming in the liquid, so okay. But it's not the most inspired of designs. When you think about some of the, the great angels oh, yeah. that are coming <laughs> the up. The great angels. The ones we've seen, the ones, the ones that are coming fame. up. Yes, yeah, true. Just, it's just like another... Just a monster. It's a bit like the sea monster. It is, actually. One, actually. It's actually a lot like it, I think. It's just a bit... From what we can see, it's a lot like that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Sirens in the background. Uh, they're on to us. And... Um, so Oscar's like, oh no, I dropped my knife. Apparently, yeah, yeah that was you said just a throwaway. There was like line. a throwaway line saying like that. we've lost the progressive knife or something. So, um, so then Misato says, Shinji, throw your knife down. Yes, uh, and so there's Through this quite epic scene. Yeah, no, two the, kilometers of liquid rock. Again, yeah. the laser doesn't fire again for him no. to deploy that. So it's apparently assumed that that's fine. Um, he just lobs as hard as he can his progressive knife straight down into the lava, and so there's this scene where like. Oscar's in the lava, reaching up. Like, Bear in mind, on. she has like little claws. Yeah, she has little... It's not even like she has her five hands. digits, which would be useful in combat. No, she just has these stupid little, like, undersea submarine claws. Kind and of. her leg falls off as well. During the fight? Yeah, yeah, she detaches her leg. Yeah, which surely would expose Unit 2's leg. And surely would hurt as well, because there are moments where... They get feedback. Yeah, the Evas get, like, limbs severed, and it's very painful <sighs> for the pilots, and... Anyway, she eventually catches the knife yep. and starts trying to stab the head because it's like latched onto her by now. Yeah. Um, and, and onto the, the outside of the suit. And all that money, all that technology, all that training, and it just resorts to dun, dun, one dun, free dun, hand dun. just kind of banging the angel on the head <laughs> repeatedly. Like, it's just not... And then it goes back to HQ and they're Greatest like... Greatest weapon. 
<laughs> this is not going to work because this angel is strong enough to to survive and live in magma. Yeah. Um, you're not going to penetrate it with a paltry Stanley knife. And also, it opens its mouth and bites them, and everyone goes, oh my god, <gasps> it opened its mouth. It's like, that's not amazing. No. The very the fact, fact that it's living in magma is amazing. Fact, okay. Have we also mentioned the fact it's swimming, swimming through rock? <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? No, it opened no, its mouth. Opening its mouth is a big deal. What's it made of? That's incredible. <laughs> well, yeah. <Kind> loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but then, because uh, we we sort of realised that we've had that moment earlier with, with the physics homework. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Oscar. The diving. It's all Shinji. been foreshadowed. It's, it's, all, it's all foreshadowed. All yeah. foreshadowed. Um, they had a chat at the swimming pool oh, about God, thermal expansion. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about this, could we? No. Uh, oh. So, we learned, that As- we learned earlier that Asuka is a genius and she explains science and she basically goes look in a nutshell the rules of thermal expansion are things expand when they're hot and, and they, they shrink when they're cold. cold nick please continue oh do i have to yes <laughs> so shinji what do you think would happen if i rub my breasts what if my breasts were warm would they be bigger would they expand and shinji's like oh i don't know mm-hmm. uh so obviously that's a really great moment um we all really love that yeah and uh so she uses that knowledge yes now in a in magma fight magma uh she rips one of the coolant pipes off that's coming down on the cable that's lowering her down yes um and she says nerve you know uh, push all coolant into pipe three luckily she knows which pipe it is that's good, that's good. so we get a cutaway to someone just pressing a button and it goes <laughs> just go three three on the screen it's like there's <laughs> we needed that there's an os command for that brilliant okay um, and then she just jams it into, into something, like its mouth. Its mouth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, like, that's really cold. It's really hot. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now I do some stabbings. And then it just sort of dissolves. You don't even get an explosion. There is very little end battle payoff No mention there. of a core. Nope. Like, nope. um... It breaks all of its own rules. It just kind of... And we just get this kind yeah, of they really... they normally explode, don't they? Yeah. No explosion. We get this boring, like, long shot of the angel just kind of, like, expanding... And then disintegrating. Yeah, into like little like bits of ash, almost. So we never really got a good look at the angel. No. And then it just fades away. Yeah. Now, you could maybe lampshade this or kind of just sweep it under the carpet and say, maybe it was a juvenile. It was very young. Like, maybe yes. it wasn't fully formed or something. But then, and... if that was true, and this is something I firmly believe in storytelling, then you have to say it. Yeah. Like, we can make excuses till the, till the cows come home. But it's like, was that true? In which case, why not tell us the story? Yeah, if you can't... You know, they always say, like, show, don't tell. Yeah. But if you can't get it across... In showing. In showing, then tell us. Then you've got to tell yeah. us. Jeez. Give us something. <laughs> come Give on, Anno. Come on. So uh, so then, um, having damaged her cable that's lowering her down irreparably with this manoeuvre, yeah. um, it, it is then now snapping. Yeah. And she's going to fall. And she sort of has this resigned look on her face where she's like, oh, well, I did it, but at what cost? Because, of course, she's going to fall because uh, the Eva is denser than the liquid rock around her. It's not yeah. that she would just melt and implode. No. She would sink yeah. and keep sinking. Like water. Yeah, she'd shoot right through the core it's, of the planet. I'm pretty sure it's just red water, John. Out the other side. I think I know how yeah. this all works. So uh, the cable snaps and she sort of falls away. She's like ready to die. And she's almost imploding as well. Like the suit is starting to crush yeah. in. Yeah, more her... critics of them. That does make some sense. And she's like, you're like I guess this is the end. Yeah. I guess I'm going to die. falls away in the middle of the shot and then suddenly, <gasps> tell us, John, a purple hand, <laughs> oh, purple, purple purple, shoots out and grabs her. Yeah, and it's Shinji riding a rope down like Indiana Maybe. Jones. Maybe we don't see a rope. We see him sort of the other arm up in I the air so, as yeah. though he must be holding. Now on to it was something. very important that Eva too, the most advanced Eva, wear thermal armor. Yeah, and and to protect it from the pressure. And but you know. Shinji just comes up. Unit one's just deep in the magma, same depth, and he's fine. And he's not wearing any sort of. Don't armor. know how he got down there so quickly. No, nope. doesn't have any coolant. Must uh, have already been leaving before, like she had finished the fight. Yeah, and yeah. he just grabs her. Yep. Maybe um, it's the AT field. But if it is, then why didn't they do it for unit two? Why didn't we see it? Why did they deploy unit one wouldn't, instead of unit two? Wouldn't that have been a cool moment where she's like, "I'm dying," and then you see like, <laughs> and you see like the AT field like extending like a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. How amazing would that have been? That would have been incredible, John. That would have been really good. Thing is, Nick, that'd be really hard to like animate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, voice act. Uh, well, you know what? Just write. say it then. I'm extending my AT field. No visual effects. Just like I'm doing it, and it's like a radio novel kind of. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> just go to screen to black. Just tell us what's happening. Even that would have been better, I think. <laughs> You could have recycled a clip from a previous of like a computer screen, <laughs> just yeah. showing the AT field and just have a it's like cut together. He's using his AT field, you know, <laughs> like just and then great, yeah, done, finished. But no, and then she goes, she just goes, Shinji, and there's a little smile on her face, and she goes, 
What an idiot. Uh, what, what a, a show, show off. off. Yeah. And he's like, you've gained the power of mutual respect. Do, 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 do. Uh, and I guess that... I think that's the end, isn't I it? I guess that's the end. So Nerve didn't get what it wanted. Uh, they defeated an angel, but not in any way that they normally do. But the world didn't die. And they broke their own rules. Other than that, though... Yeah, it's it fine. Was, it was really great. Yeah, and... When uh, he pulled that one together, lads. <laughs> and I guess uh, they'll cost quite a bit to fix the damage, so... Um... <laughs> yeah, because Unit 2 must have lost a leg. Uh, they've lost that thermal armor completely. Yeah. Uh, who knows what damage was done to Unit One, despite it having some. I mean, the, the fifteen quintillion, you know, dollars expended simply for for shipping and launching the two Evas. I shipped them together. <laughs> Check on my Tumblr. Great. And uh, Evas kissing. <laughs> but yeah, and so this is a report. Report to Gendo. He's like, good job. Yeah. Great. Uh, raises for everyone. The best like, thing is, is that Ray was also deployed, but she's also out of shot. <laughs> and that cost another 35 quintillion dollars. <laughs> they told the treasury that Eva's feed on gold. It is physically need a constant stream of liquid gold. That's what the umbilical cable is full of. It's just liquid gold. Yeah. I told them we need liquid gold. It's amazing. <laughs> this is working out so Everyone's well. wearing crowns. Just... <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then everyone got a raise and a, and a bonus. Yeah, and, and a cake. Uh, and eight weeks uh, paid holiday. Yes, and they all went to Okinawa and went scuba diving. It was a great time. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, three angels came and decimated <laughs> southern Japan, but no one cares. No one cares. It's fine. Um, and and then we get the epilogue, where what was it? They go to the hot. Oh uh, yeah, we get an epilogue. Oh where. <laughs> As a, no I man, actually had forgotten it. Ray doesn't get to come. Uh, where that's true. She might be there. She's just out of shot. <laughs> because no, because because she doesn't live with them. She lives in that horrible drug hovel, drug apartment. Yeah, yeah. she's fine. Because <laughs> she's a really important asset. She's really important. There. So, uh, so we see Sato, Shinji, Asuka, and Pen Pen go to a hot spring. Yes, because those four would be the obvious choice. Big. Uh, well, they live together, Nick. It's that's a fa- true. It's a family outing. Is that what it is? I thought, yeah, I kind of assumed it was a nerve thing, but no, you're right. No, you're probably right. Thing. Yeah, no, because why would it be a nerve thing? You know, just <laughs> let them go to a. And you know, hot springs. It's uh, it's a it's a standard trope of of anime. And also, to be fair to them, plays in with the magma diver theme yeah. a little bit. That's not an excuse. Shut up, Nick. So okay. there's a boys' pool and there's a girls' pool, and it's separated by a wall. And, uh, and then you hear a voice from the other side uh, of the wall. So Shinji and Pen Pen are chilling. I don't even want to. I, I feel dirty talking about it. I did the other one, so I'll do this oh, one. No. So, uh, so Asuka, Asuka calls for body shampoo, which I, I still don't know what that is. Can I have the body shampoo, please? Uh, she- so he lobs it over the wall, and then there's like a clonk, and then she's like, oh, you hit me in my most... What does she say? My most sensitive area. It's not sensitive. It's something really stupid, like significant part. It's like that. She hit, you hit me in my most significant part. Well, yeah. Which I think is meant to be suggestive, but just that could just be her knee. You know, like, or and also like if, her yeah, nose. Yeah, but also, I mean, like, the mind boggles, because how was she standing when that shampoo came flying over the fence? I mean, <laughs> and then... They were doing cartwheels. To their credit. Now, I want to say they showed restraint by not showing the girls nude. But actually, I think it would have been too hard to animate. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. instead, we get a, a standard shot of a fence. Yeah. And and the talk from behind the fence of the two girls. And it's all very like... I say girls. One is a grown woman who is the other woman's boss. An adult. And her mother. Yeah, that mother figure slash boss. But it's all very flirty and quirky. And he's like, oh, your skin is so soft. Do you want me to have a look at it? Oh, don't touch me. Oh, don't, it's ticklish. It is the equivalent of a saucy postcard. Yes, but in audio only. And then Shinji's listening and blushing. And then Pen Pen looks at... His peen. Shinji's Pen Pen. (laughs) His peen peen. And and then Shinji like ducks down into the water, is like, "Oh, all embarrassed." And you go- can say this. And he goes, "Oh, it expanded." Oh, Jesus! Because the episode oh, was all about, and it's part family, but also and about thermal expansion, and thermal expansion, <laughs> and subtlety. It's about as subtle as an air raid. And the death it? of storytelling. <laughs> Art has died. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, "Oh, well, at least." <laughs> At least the episode ends without us seeing the girls. No! no. Oh, God, there's more. It keeps yeah. coming, doesn't it? So then we have... A static um, shot. The two... Uh, well, the girl and the woman uh, naked. Uh, you know, you Slap, see a lot of navel and kind of underboob. Yep. And They've just got a lot like towels on their laps. As with a lot of anime, it's kind of like... It's, it's like saucy, but never like... Yeah. You know, they always go like up to a point. And then they never go beyond it. Because they're always like, 
Well, because they can't, partly, because it would be full-on nudity. It's always just on the right side of porn, but never on the right side of just decency. Like, it's it's just kind of, like, grimy. It really is. And then we see that... uh, No, Masato, sorry, has a big scar. Yeah, in the middle of her chest. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I got that from Second Impact. Because Asuka asks her about it, yeah. And Asuka's like, you know all about my past, don't you? She's like, yeah. And then it ends? And then it kind of ends. Yeah. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's not top. It's not top. It's not top dollar, Nick. Top, top dollar. I mean, they spend top dollar. <laughs> no, they oh, no expense was spared <laughs> on the animation. Uh, so, Nick, how how um, how did this episode make you feel? Dirty. Yeah. Uh, pubescent. Uh, ashamed. Angry. And upset. <laughs> I was like... I almost can't say it made... I don't think it made me angry. No. It, it almost just feels like... I think it did a bit for me, but... It, it, it Angry in the sense of it's making it harder and harder for me to say this series... Support it. ...is great. The anger for me comes purely from how the whole Magma Dive storytelling could have gone. Yeah. With the technology and the rules that they've already established in the universe and what we talked about with AT Fields and all that stuff. And, and it didn't. That actually angers me a lot more than all of the, you know, semi-porny bits. Because... You know, I, I I think that's a major weakness of this episode, but it's just something we've seen countless times in both Evangelion and every anime ever. Yeah. And, and that doesn't excuse it on any level at all, but it's almost like this isn't a new issue. Um, and the magma dive could have saved this episode a little bit if yeah. it had been all within the rules and awesomeness of the of the story that they've built. I, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a theme of our entire podcast here, where <laughs> it's not even like rose-tinted glasses it's almost just like it's so much better in concept than it is in execution that's so true yeah and i i I, it sounds like that so much of what i love about evangelion is more like just the ideas yeah yeah yeah. because it's like you remember the key moments you remember like the end you remember like the beginning you remember like oh when that happened oh that was awesome and then that bit yeah and there's always cool mythology and i would always explain to people say oh it's great there's this and that happened then I think you just get stuff like like this, where... But you see, we were going into this episode, we said, don't really remember much about this one. Yeah. Like, I remember the dive, but that's about it. Like, I did not remember the, the hot spring scene. I did not remember the swimming pool scene. Um, I did not remember her shopping with Kaji. I, I don't remember any of these things. And the reason is, is because they make no impact whatsoever. No. I mean, I would still rate this episode over, like, I think, like, episode four. Which, which was, was like the lowest point. Like, just the worst episode. Because... Stuff happens. Yes. I will give them that. Like, stuff happens, but it's all in service of nothing. Like, <laughs> it, it doesn't, like, advance. I mean, I guess you could say that we, like, Shinji and Asuka's relationship develops a little bit. Um, but then yeah. it's just, like, Monster of the Week, and it's not even very good. They have a concept, but they don't see it through to its logical. No. I think you're absolutely right that this is this is the third episode in the Oscar introduction trilogy. Yeah. And this was to finish off some of some of the greater concepts about her character so that going forward now we know that she's sexually confident, uh, a show off and very obstinate and like bullheaded. And she likes to tease Shinji. Yes. But there's maybe like a germ of like respect in there. Like they maybe yeah, they maybe. might yeah. just end up liking each other. <laughs> just. But I, I think the thing that's so shocking is just like it's it's for lack of tonal consistency. Yeah, which we've said before, of course. Be- because I know where this series is going. I know the legacy of Evangelion, and it's nightmarish and dark. <laughs> and that's kind of part of the appeal. And I know that there's some incredibly harrowing episodes coming. Absolutely. And it doesn't sit well with these incredibly wacky... And wacky's just been the word of the day. Yeah. Because like the, the last three episodes Zoinks. have just been zany, wacky... Fun time japes, and I'm like, what are you, Evangelion? What yeah. are you trying to be? Because you can't have it both ways. You can't. You can't. I mean, I. You can. You can put comedy alongside like high stakes, thrilling, like emotion. You yeah. Can, you can do that, but this this isn't trying to do that. This is trying to do very surface level, pathetic japes mm. alongside deep, dark, really dark, like apocalyptic, depressive themes. It's, it's, it's. They're too polar. They're too like polarized, aren't they? It's just mm. they don't sit side by side at all. You no. need to occupy some middle space somewhere, and and there isn't any. 
you just end up feeling a bit kind of like it's just a like a sigh. Yeah, it is. It's a sigh of an episode. That's isn't the it? best I can come up with. Like <sighs> it's not. It doesn't independently stand alone as a great episode of anything. No, it's, it's certainly not. It's not a great. Example. Imagine if this was the first glimpse you ever got of Evangelion. This was the first episode you yeah. saw. You just happened to catch it on telly or something. Would you carry on watching? I th- this is a weird thing. Like I feel there was clearly enough going on. In, even in these kind of like less good episodes that kept me interested when I first saw it, I feel yeah, me too. Like I, feel I didn't there's have almost a like a, there's it's almost like the the weirdness at its core because there's a lot of weirdness and I approve of that. Like, yeah, oh, I, yeah. Li- I like the idea of the angels. I like the, the idea design. Of there's but it's all in the background. Yeah, and it it feels like you have to forgive or put up with a lot. Yeah, because it's even like I don't know. This feels like. Uh, I don't know. It, oh, what am I trying to say, Nick? It's just like you get all these anime where like there's episodes which are like filler episodes, mm. and it's just like, oh, here's a comedy episode or whatever, or here's like the fan servicey episode or whatever. And I guess that's okay because you have to understand that's a storytelling trope, and this is what people want. But it's not even a very good example of that. No, the ho- the comedy isn't funny. The sexy bits aren't sexy because these are all children. It's yeah. not. That's not like right, you know, and no, and yet that is often played as though it is right. Yeah, you know, like it, it the, the the sexualized aspects are often played completely knowing that they're kids. Yeah, and that therefore that is what makes it sexy. So we are potentially not the the target audience for this. Not that that speaks particularly highly of who the target audience no, is. But 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 if you wanted to watch like an anime which is about like tons of like busky girls like giggling and and it's all just like true you'd you can go to that a thousand and one other examples of that yeah why why does so who this, is story... this episode for yeah yeah why does this have to have a tiny bit of that badly done why does it have to have yeah. that and we keep like every time we question something about the series we keep thinking like was this intentional like is this so meta <laughs> is it so meta that we can't fully comprehend it where it's like because you know you there are a couple of things where you're like okay i'm learning that shinji is very repressed. I'm learning that Asuka has almost like a complex about being aggressively sexually. Kind this of is the thing, though, isn't it? Because I, I can imagine, I can imagine if I was, if we were arguing now with someone who was super pro Evangelion, their counter argument might be: this is a story about a young boy learning about his pubescent urges, as it were. Yeah, and and arguably it is. I think my counter argument to that would be: though, does it have to be? Like. Does this story need to have that? Or are those themes only in there so that you can draw sexy bowels? And I think that's the thing. You can't have your cake and eat it too. No, exactly. You know. So are you are you telling this really hard-hitting, psychologically analytical story about what it's like to be a teenage boy, you know, at the end of the world? Wrestling with these big themes. Or are yeah. you drawing to Balbies? Which one is it? Because you actually you actually cannot be taken seriously if you're going to do, do a scene like that. Maybe you that's can't. it. Maybe that's it entirely. I can't take this episode seriously. Yes. We can't talk about these grand themes like the end of the world and human instrumentality when we have such silliness going on. And we can't talk about the themes that apparently the show embodies either, like post-apocalyptic drama and prepubescent boy becoming man. We can't talk about those seriously either because there's nothing serious in how that is handled in this episode. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but your fictional arguing man here your <laughs> argument about it being about that doesn't stand up either no, sorry I, I don't know and I, you can't fake how you feel about something no you, you can't. can't and it's just like maybe some people will love this episode and that's fine and we've just walked away feeling a bit unsatisfied it's really. yeah i once again this journey has been very up and down yeah <laughs> we have raved about some episodes we have we have slated some others uh, and i think that's going to continue uh, this is this is a lower point perhaps but yeah. one that we predicted. Still not the absolute worst. Oh, definitely and not. And it's bad for different reasons. Yeah. But it's just like, uh, I expected better, Evangelion. Yeah. Have we ranted enough about this episode? Maybe we have. Should Maybe we, it's time to rate it. Should we sub it up? <laughs> uh, okay, impact. Uh, what did this impact do for you? Um, this is this is tricky because there are... I think I have a number. Do you? I think I have a number. I think... Okay, I think I do too. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Uh, yes. Okay, my number is three. Mine is four. Oh, okay. Which is which is weird, it, and I feel I have to justify it, because it's weird me saying that after just slagging the hell off. <laughs> but I, I have to keep thinking, it's not as bad 
as some of some of the episodes we've had. That's true. And maybe we do learn a couple of things, like you know, angels, embryo. Yeah. I just. I think I think the reason I've given it a three is because although we do learn those things, I feel like this hasn't done a great job of adding to the mythology. And mm. usually, I will I will assess impact based on the action slash stakes of the scene or what it adds to the mythology and i feel like it does fall down on both of those even though there's an action scene it's kind of underwhelming and even though there's exposition in mythology it is kind of badly portrayed so i think 3.5 will be fine for actually this. no i know normally and often we do split the difference but i think you've actually just talked me around oh really and i think I'm, i will i will copy you okay uh, i think I'll, I'll bring mine to a three as well let's go for three then. because yeah you're right the ideas are, are presented and then never implemented it's as you say, the ideas are weird and they're good, but there's like they don't they don't work as well this time. They don't stick the landing. And I feel like I'm always forgiving it because I feel I know what's coming or I know where this is gonna go. Yeah, and, and to be honest, my three I think I still am forgiving it yeah. a bit, you know. Like, you're watching this in a vacuum. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, a three on uh, what about Shinji? Shinji there. So he uh, impressed me uh, a few points on this. Mm. He was heroic at the end where he saved Oscar. Uh, I liked his acceptance of the fact that he wouldn't be able to go on the school trip. That was very funny. Regardless of, of how yeah. uh, Oscar berated him for it. Um, I don't think he was, I mean, other than his sort of boobies and, you know, sort of embarrassment in the hot springs. But then that's maybe just a normal kid. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess he came across kind of just like a, a normal, confused. I think we've got two polar aspects to him in this episode. We've got the, the heroic saving of Oscar. And we've got the embarrassed teen. Yeah. Uh, and I think we've therefore got to place a score somewhere in the middle of that. Because yeah. he is quite shinji You know, there are kids at that age who maybe encountering girls like that wouldn't have acted like he did. They would have been more confident. And so that was a bit shinji rearing its head there. Um, you know, when he's at the computer at the swimming pool, he does act very embarrassed and very shy, and very shinji. So... It's really Asuka's episode, isn't it? He's it really her... is. He's yeah. very he's very pushed to the wings. Oh, man, this is tough. It is. Um, this I is think... really tough, actually. Uh... Oh, I think I've got a number. I think I have. Because, okay, so it... <sighs> 10 is full-on... Like, really... Nightmarish... Like... Disp- Epic Shinji. The pit of despair Shinji. And Zero is fully functioning young boy being quite heroic at times in, in a dire situation. He's still kind of like browbeaten and, and kind of like repressed. Yeah, he? exactly. Yeah. But the hot bloodedness and the confusion, I mean, that's kind of like a normal reaction at that age. It is, but it's hyped up, I feel. Like, it's hyped up to be Shinji-y. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's played almost as though if Toji was in that position, he wouldn't have acted like that. And so, therefore, it's Shinji-ness. No, and also, like, he he always gets the job done. He does. Yeah. Yeah, which I I think is good. Yeah, like, he's very much... He's a a reluctant hero, but he's kind of... He he always acts heroically. He does. When it's overall. I'm so confused, Nick. I don't know. What's your number? Do you want to hear my number? Inform me. My number is six. I was going to place it at five because I thought it was exactly between him being strong and weak. I was being, I was leaning towards a five. Yeah, but then I've, I've tipped. The reason being, I've tipped is a he does that have that heroic moment, and that combines with I think his acceptance of not going on the school trip is very mature, and quite grown up for someone of his age. So I think, I think I'm going to give him an extra point for that. But that means, but a point going up makes him more Shinji. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. No, I've made a mistake. Four. So it should be a four. Yeah, should be a four. Um. You know, because, because clearly I have no spine or opinion today. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for a five just to play it safe. Okay. So we'll split the difference. Four and a half. Make it four and a half. I like that. So three on impact, four and a half on Shinji. Not a, not a powerful episode. Not a powerful episode. But they're not the worst. But, not the worst. We've seen the Nadir. <laughs> now, I have uh, a sneaking suspicion as to what the next episode may be. Oh, do you? I do. I think, spoilers, it might be the shadow. The one where the Dirac Sea... Yeah, and uh, trapped inside the yeah. sphere that looks like a zebra, which I may be wrong about, but I I remember really digging the concepts yes. in that. I episode. think this is science heavy and interesting, and I and I think also a massive tonal shift again. <laughs> like you could you could package the three episodes you've just watched as a special DVD and call it the Asker Adventures, and then burn it. Yeah, <laughs> and then bury it somewhere. Yeah. And I I feel the next the episode is going to be a completely different phase of Evangelion again. And well, it's suddenly going to go very, very deep and dark again. Let's take that as a prediction. That's a let's, prediction. Let's see where we end up. I look forward to being proved wrong. 
<laughs> and just more chuff. Just more nonsense. More, more burkishness. Yeah. Have we exercised our Evangelion demons? I think today we have. Grand. Yes. So let's call it a day. And until next time, we say, uh, and remember, folks, uh, however bad your life may be, you could always be Shinji Akari. Ha! <laughs>